This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram with Alex Klingensmith and we are bringing you Financial Detox from our very powerful Skype systems today. What's up, Alex? <laughs> Good morning, Jason. How are I don't you? think anybody cares where we're bringing them Financial Detox from, but we're, we are Skyping it. Why well, do I we feel the need for disclosure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just in case the audio quality is a bit different perhaps, but yeah. we, we, as of yesterday at like 11 a.m., Cox uh, Internet, Cox Company is down across San Diego, so... That's interesting. And that's what we have at our office, right? So we're not, no longer yeah, working which from Which we just got. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. The fact that we just added it, Cox goes down. And what's more impeccable, and this is for all you business owners out there, if we have a backup internet, we intentionally have a separate provider to provide us internet in the event that one of our internet providers goes down. And they're supposed to be on simultaneously in there to support each other. Except our IT firm just never connected those dots. So our backup internet didn't turn on. <laughs> and now we are without internet and we're back in our home offices, just like the good old days, just like the COVID days. I've got something, I've got something that's super relevant to, to the purpose of our show. And I know we're, yeah. we're already off to a very random start here because we're supposed yeah. to talk about inflation. But oh yeah, we're going to so talk about inflation today. Oh my gosh. Is there inflation? Look at what's happening to the treasuries. Okay. Yeah. What's your, what's your thing though, Alan? No, here, here's, here's, I love, I love, uh, uh, I love moments like this to educate uh, clients and educate advisors, educate myself on why we don't pick individual stocks and why we don't time markets is because of situations like this one with Cox, for example, this information about Cox was not available or known or predicted by anybody. And and I have to imagine that if this goes on for more than a day or two, that Cox's stock price is probably going to go down, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, and that wasn't known. Good. No, it wasn't. Or if, I don't even know if they're a private or public company, but if they were public, let's just say as, as, a, as an example, um, this is the kind of thing that you just can't predict and you can't know. So it's an, it just basically reinforces the importance of diversification, right? Yeah, it, it really does because um, most publicly traded stocks are um, priced probably just about right because they're priced based upon all the available information that exists out there around that company that's publicly traded. And there are buyers and sellers and there are lots of smart people trying to figure out whether a stock is a good price or not. And so the the only thing that really affects the stock going forward is is new information like Cox Internet is down. Thank you, Cox. Good job. They're they're the largest private broadband company, by the way. I just looked yes, it up. So they so they're not public. I didn't I didn't right. know that. So they're yeah. fortunate for them. They don't have to worry about public shareholders. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyways, inflation, inflation. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. We have had a really uh, I think this is a question that we are hearing continually from our clients. And and for some prospective clients as well, saying to us, you know, what are we going to do um, if we have inflation? As we start to get inflation, what are we going to do? What are we, how are we changing our portfolio? And if you look at, for example, a one-year chart, the reason why this question is up: what are we going to do to protect ourselves in inflation? 
The reason why is because people have watched, for example, the 10-year Treasury yields go from as low as 0.5% yield, a half a percent a year ago, to 1.75 here not too long ago. That's that's like it's a gigantic 125 basis point move. I mean, it's just, you know, the rate tripled. That's crazy. So this is why I think people are starting to ask this question about inflation when you start to see those rates go up. Not only the rates, too, but isn't it also because of the deficit? Don't people uh, isn't that one of the potential like leading factors of, of impending inflation is when there's a large deficit? We have a lot large national you know, debt. Much of which came from the pandemic, but we even had a deficit before that, I think, right? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, here we are at now near – well, you used to talk about deficit as, right, like the budget each year. Are we spending more than we bring in? And there's no question that's the case. But then you also talk about just overall debt and the balance sheet. And, of course, we're almost – or maybe beyond at this point $30 trillion of debt, which is un- undeniably – significant and huge. Um, Check this out, usdebtclock.org. I I can't confirm the accuracy of this source, but it says $28 trillion and and, and increasing quickly. That's $85,064 per U.S. citizen, $224,000 per taxpayer. Man, there's a lot of people that are citizens that don't pay taxes then. That's an interesting number there. Wow, $224,000. need to pay their fair share. You owe 224 grand, Jason. More than half of the country doesn't pay any tax. Just chip in your 224 whenever you get a chance, and we'll be good, okay, Jason? Yeah, as long as every other taxpayer does it, I'm in. Let's just cover it. Yeah, it depends. You you start to get frustrated as a taxpayer if if the government isn't spending money usefully and wisely on things that make sense and better uh, our society and whatnot. But holy cow, that's a whole political show. We won't do that one. (laughs) That's okay. I think people want to hear you know a little bit about us and what what we believe in these things or what our beliefs are and our value system. But what do investors do about this, though, Jason? Inflation's coming. Everyone kind of agrees that that's going to happen. We don't know when or how fast, but what are you supposed to do as an investor to prepare for that? Well, I would challenge the thesis that inflation is coming. Um, five years ago or six, seven years ago now, I remember having a conversation with another financial advisor who told me, I've got my clients all set in inflation protected bonds or we're not even in that. We're just set for inflation, you know, because it's coming next quarter or next year. We're going to see huge inflation. Six years ago, we've seen really no inflation uh, until recently we've seen the treasury yields pop up. Right. So is that true inflation? Are the price of things going up? Uh, at an exorbitant rate are the price of things. So all things, I'd say food, gas, right? Homes, um, are these prices going up? I mean, I think you could make a really good argument that some of them are going up significantly. The prices of homes are out of control, right? Yeah. Um, if we, uh, under the new administration, we have a very specific intention to literally crush our, um, oil production in our country, we went from for the first time in in decades, becoming a completely energy independent country, which was so good for us, in my opinion, and to literally within the next 60 days, we are now going to become energy dependent again upon uh, a lot of our adversaries around the world. So the prices of gas, as you see, are starting to go up everywhere, even in the Midwest and across the country, which uh, you have to love 
the uh, Democrat and liberal agenda, which says we're going to tax the rich, which the total taxes in Biden's tax cut or Biden's tax increases for the rich raise about 280 billion as of the last number I saw. Wow. It's not enough money to fund the government for a month. Doesn't fund the government for one month. But yet what we're actually doing is we're going to raise the taxes vis-a-vis gas and higher prices of food and higher prices of everything else because we're limiting our ability to be a productive society um, and for what um, uh, to get more votes from uh, the, the Green New Deal, I guess, and trying to make uh, that that stuff look better. But it's um, it's a sad state because what's happening is when you look around at the contractors and you look around at the the laborers who are driving their heavy trucks and working hard and 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 really putting in labor around the world to make make the world go around, right? Mm-hmm. It is the blue collar workers that, that that keep so many things going. Um, when they have to pay an extra dollar a gallon of gas. And they're driving their big trucks around with all their equipment so they can work and provide great services to people, build homes and build roads and and build buildings and do all kinds of things that they do. That hurts them. Right. That really hurts them. But when our Congress, uh, House of Representatives and our senators drive around in their Mercedes Benz and they have to pay an extra dollar in gas. Do you think it hurts them? It doesn't. They don't care. So we're punishing and actually crippling the lower and middle co- income earners in our countries under this particular um, legislative uh, reign of control. It's really sad. We do got to take a, a quick break. So we'll do that and we'll come back and keep the conversation going on inflation and what things you can do in your portfolio to help you. If you want to check us out, it's financialdetox.com. Welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram in studio with Alex Klingen-Smith, and we're talking today about inflation, and we are the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors, and we're here to help you not make behavioral blunders that most investors make. We're here to help you protect your portfolio from the potential inflation on the horizon. And so that was a great question that Alex had just asked is, what are we going to do and how are we going to help clients? Uh, protect themselves from inflation when and if it comes. Yes, exactly. And especially when you when the media, the financial media, um, and all media is is throwing out so many ideas, right, and so much emotion attached to that. Like, oh my goodness, if you don't invest your money in this, you're not going to have any purchasing power next year. You know, it's like, wait a minute, that's not how it works. Yeah, probably not going to be quite quite that dramatic. But look, I mean, if you look at things that inflation, everybody knows the classic own gold in an inflationary environment. It's a real asset, right? Hard asset. So that's something that could help uh, hedge out inflation. Uh, Real estate is interesting, too, is as you see the prices of real estate going up, if interest rates are low, real estate tends to do well, particularly if you don't have debt, hard assets do well in inflationary environments. Um, They do they do better than commodities and gold? I don't you know. Who knows? It's probably different every time. But both of those are asset classes that can somewhat protect you. I think you have to be um, at least cognizant of what's going on in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as a very small piece of your portfolio, but something that could help 
um, hedge out inflation. I mean, that is part of the reason why it, it, blockchain was created was to uh, prevent governments from affecting and negatively impacting the value of their currency to benefit themselves and at the cost or or at the at the expense of the the, the public. So stocks also tend to do okay, right? Stocks are a more uh, defensive and inflationary environments because they typically have a um, a bigger rate of return than bonds. You know, stocks historically do eight to ten, and bonds do four to five. Is that and that's probably why I think many of our clients, um, many of the intelligence driven advisor clients, are, are are concerned about this, and they want to hear us, you know, allay their concerns or at least explain how we, you know, what evidence and what processes that we use to determine wh- which asset classes to tilt, or because if we're at all time market highs and inflation may come, then then what does that do to stocks? Is it does it overinflate them and drive them even higher, or does it create a potential, you know, precipice for another crash? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it could do a multiple, a multitude of different things, right? There's just too many variables to say if we get this little bit of inflation, this is going to happen because you just, uh, there's 2,000 variables or 5,000 or 100,000 that are affecting the stock prices and whatnot. So I think, I think a better way to think about that is we have a potential inflationary environment uh, upon ourselves. What do you want to own? I, you know, I think owning a bunch of long-term Treasury debt or really long-term corporate debt, high-quality corporate debt or high-quality, you know, treasuries, those, those are going to get hurt. And here's how it works because this is interesting. I had a conversation with a really a, a, a smart client the other day, and we were talking about just how bonds work and interest rates work. And it, it's interesting. That's kind of a complex thought process unless you've gone through it a couple hundred times. So here's 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 one time for you anyway. Right. If we buy a bond today, that's a 20 year bond and buy a bond means you've lent your money to somebody. If we buy a bond today, a 20 year bond, and it's paying us two and a half percent. OK, we got two and a half percent for 20 years. At the end of 20 years, we get our principal back. If in three years from now, the 20 year bond is now paying four and a half percent. Well, your two and a half percent 20 year bond with 18 years left is not very attractive because somebody could go get twice the rate of return on the same duration, right? The same 20 year bond. So yours is not that attractive. Therefore, the price of yours will go down. And mm-hmm. albeit you're guaranteed to get your money back at maturity, that's 18 years. Um, so and, and in the meantime, you're sitting there watching your neighbor earn four percent while you're earning two percent. That's the risk to buying longer-term bonds in a potential inflationary environment. And we've been in a 40- or 50-year bull market for bonds. Interest rates have been coming down. So those bonds that you owned a while ago with higher interest rates versus new interest rates at lower were very attractive. So bonds have been doing great for a long, long time. you got to be very, very careful as you as you buy bonds in your portfolio, what type of bonds you're putting in your portfolio. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, I think also it's probably worth mentioning the differences between buying individual bonds versus using ETFs, right. Or, or even mutual funds, but for, for different types of bonds, like maybe we should, I think that'd be worth, worth, you know, explaining a little bit more because we don't use individual bonds in our, in our strategies at, at IDA, right. 
Yeah, we haven't because we we think we can get exposures um, in, in better ways by either using bond managers who have access to debt and bonds that we otherwise wouldn't be able to get or just by buying broad market uh, exposure to bonds. Um, I really think that um, you can get better diversification and have a better portfolio by doing that. We, we think that across everything, right? I mean, financial detox is about avoiding great behavioral blunders where so many people have had the um, misfortune of having a, a blunder that had to do with a stock, right? That in, in, in everybody knows somebody who lost a bunch of money in the stock market. But typically, if you really, uh, if you unpack that, it has to do with one stock or two stocks that they got decimated on or one bond that went bankrupt, right? So by having diversification, you almost eliminate uh, almost keyword, you almost eliminate the, the possibility of total loss or long-term permanent loss because you're so diversified. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a big deal. But, um, I think, you know, there's no question that if we have a government that's printing money, like there is no limit to it, just unequivocally going for it, right? Print, 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 print. And if we have a reduction of energy production in our country, I mean, to me, those two things alone um, could could really set us up for some inflationary environment. So you want to do something to protect your portfolio. We recommend you give us a call. The Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. It's Jason Labram and Alex Klingensmith talking about inflation and what to do if inflation arrives or in the anticipation of inflation coming, what to do with your portfolio and how to protect your money um, you know, inflation, Alex, is an interesting concept because I think that um, it's often misconstrued or just people think of it in one general term, but it, it really is a complex topic. Uh, when you talk about inflation, that is the price of things going up or the value of your money going down precipitously, right? So if, you're, if your money, if we're holding a dollar today and a dollar becomes worth 97 cents tomorrow, and then a month later, it's worth 91 cents. And a month later, uh, you know, that's inflationary. So you, the, the decreasing value of currency, but also inflationary is when the price of goods that you need to live your life um, continue to go up at a rate that is, you know, just uh, above and beyond normal increases. So if you see home prices going up 25% a year, or if you see gas prices going up 25% a year, food going up, and maybe it's 25, maybe it's 40, maybe it's 50, maybe it's 100. I don't know what the number is, but that also is inflationary. And maybe a combination of the two would be the worst thing, right? The money, your, the value of your money is going down, but yet the value, the cost of goods is going up. Pretty scary situation, especially for those people who lived through the late seventies and early eighties. And experience that, right? Yeah, I think I think people like to take action when they feel like there's action that needs to be taken, and this is one of the biggest reasons why we make, we as investors make so many mistakes, right? And when I say we, I say that very you don't broadly. Mean that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, even even we, you know, we could make mistakes, but fortunately, sure, we have checks perfect. and balances and evidence, and you know, the Dalbar studies of investor behavior to, to keep us uh, in check, but. So investors like to take action. They like to say, okay, well, you know, inflation's coming, inflation's coming, you know, the sky's falling, (laughs) the chicken little thing. I should buy gold or, you know, commodities or, you know, tips or whatever. But I think the best way to combat inflation is to do exactly what we do in in any environment, is to reassess your entire comprehensive financial plan, identify a target rate of return based on your personal situation, and then align your investment strategy to 
accomplish that with the best probability of success and then come back to that every three to six months because then you'll you'll go beat inflation you will yeah, yeah. you just I you just can, will yeah yeah and i and i think another thing that we've uh talked a lot about too particularly with higher net worth investors and people who have enough enough assets to to do it is to think about being diversified into truly alternative asset classes right so if you own private companies not just public companies private debt not just public debt uh, floating rate debt and short-term debt, whether private and or public, there's different things you can absolutely do. And Alex, I think one of the coolest things we have is our Aladdin system, which is, it's not ours, it's, it's, it's proprietary to BlackRock, but we, we do have access to use it. And it's a, a phenomenal risk analysis tool, among some other tools that we have that allow us to take a portfolio and run an inflation test against that portfolio. And everybody should be doing this right now. Right? You should be taking your portfolio, running an inflation scenario against it and determining what the outcome is going to be if we have one or two or three or five percent inflation, because you want to know. And if you know in advance, you can t make some changes and you can prepare without sacrificing a good portfolio today. I think you can build things into it, uh, into your existing investment uh, portfolio that will help you um uh, have probably a better portfolio overall. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why people listening to the show should, should reach out, start a conversation with us, right? We can help you get started on, on understanding where you currently sit with your, your assets and your financial plan. Do any ch changes need to be made? Um, are you prepared for it? Are you, are you invested the right way? Are you in too much cash? Right. These are some of the biggest questions I think you should yeah. be asking yourself, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting. I was trying to look at like just different definitions of and, and, and scouring the Internet because I have so many. We have so many clients and people who say, I read this the other day. And so prior to our show, I spent, I don't know, a little bit of time going through just the Internet saying, is inflation coming? What should I own because of inflation to try and get a feel for what the general public is looking at and thinking about? And oh, my gosh, you couldn't get more different opinions, right? I mean, you it's coming, but it's only going to last a week. It's not coming at all. It's never coming. In fact, we have deflation. And then you have people saying it's coming and your money's going to be worth nothing and you got to buy all Bitcoin. I mean, it's crazy, which makes me think of the real purpose of financial detox, right? The, the, the core of what we're doing. You now don't go, hopefully, to a broker for information. Instead, you go to an advisor, a fiduciary, one who's legally bound to act in your best interest, you go to them to help you sift through all of the massive amounts of information that can totally and will almost certainly disrupt uh, an, an attempted investment philosophy or a good plan of investing because there's so much information, so many different ideas and thoughts pulling all different ways of which a lot of it is just meant to sell newsletters and meant to sell articles and meant to you know get eyeballs on pages for ads and clicks. So you got to realize if you're getting a bunch of free information on the Internet and you're not sure what the product is, the product is you. You're being sold clicks, eyeballs on pages with captivating, um, extreme, sensationalized information. So be careful and that's what financial detox is about. We want to be here to be a source with uh, lots of years of experience as fiduciaries guiding you to help make uh, help help make good investment decisions, not make behavioral blunders, and sift through the massive amounts of information that's out there today so you can protect yourself, whether there's inflation or not. 
you could use the help of a professional probably. And if not, maybe just a conversation points you in the right direction. We're here to do that for you. And I'm Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox. And with Alex Klingensmith, we're the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. Check us out at financialdetox.com. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.